Good morning. I'm Sarah French. I'm Ben Thompson. This is WCNC Charlotte to go. Here are your top stories. We have some new information this morning about the uptown shooting on New Year's Eve that sent five people to the hospital. A judge now doubling suspected shooter 19 year old Davion Crawford's bond to $1.5 million. The judge added, added that he was surprised it wasn't higher to begin with. WCNC Charlotte's Destiny Richards now live in Uptown this morning. Destiny, after that shooting, some city leaders are now calling for change when it comes to cracking down on crime. That's right, Ben. After another violent shooting in Charlotte, one city leader is proposing the idea of a task force to help deal with the problem. District 6 City Council member Tark Bakari says he wants to launch a special task force on crime this new year with the help of the North Carolina General Assembly. Bakari says he hopes to use data on repeat offenders to come up with solutions to gun violence in the city. This is where I think a target approach using the data, then going to the General Assembly and saying, we might need much more tough laws on the parents of these kids, where I think there's an appetite for us to explore actually doing something that could make a dent in this problem. CMPD has yet to speak publicly on the shooting at Davion's Davion Crawford's first appearance in court yesterday afternoon. It was noted that he does not have a criminal background. If he's able to post a bond, he'll need to wear an ankle monitor, and he is set to be in court again later this month. Live in Charlotte, I'm Destiny Richards, WCNC Charlotte. Destiny, thanks. Charlotte Mayor Vi Lyles commenting on the incident for the first time, saying, quote, the trauma inflicted by such incidents is immeasurable and should never be experienced by anybody. We're committed to ensuring our city is a safe place for everyone to enjoy. We're getting new date details in this case every day, and as we learn more, we'll be sure to keep you updated on air and inside the WCNC Charlotte mobile app. Turning more of today's top stories in your morning rush. The search is on in Wadesboro for a man accused of shooting two people. Police say 22-year-old Devel Tyson shot two people on White Store Road in Wadesboro back on December 20th. Both victims are expected to be okay. Tyson is facing multiple charges, and anybody with information is asked to call the Wadesboro Police. A Hickory family is continuing to push a uniform no chase policy across North Carolina and getting thousands of signatures in support of the change. Their calls come after the family lost loved ones during a crash involving a police chase last year. State Representative Nassif Majid says even if many law enforcement agencies agree, pushing blanket policy would be a long road. The family's next step would be getting the support of a legislator to draft the bill. The NFL has fined Panthers owner David Tepper $300,000 for his behavior at Sunday's game in Jacksonville. Tepper was caught on camera dumping his drink on Jaguars fans during the Panthers shutout loss. Tepper released a statement following the fine saying in part, he's deeply passionate about the team and regrets his behavior. This morning, the top North Carolina Court of Appeals judge removed in what she is calling a power play. Chief Judge Donna Stroud has served on the court since 2006, taking the top spot back in 2021. But earlier this week, she was quietly removed from the position. Stroud says she was given little explanation. She remains in her seat on the bench, but not as chief judge. And that's it for your morning rush. Here's what's happening across the Carolinas. Governor Roy Cooper is honoring the Greensboro police officer who was killed over the weekend. He's ordered all U.S. and North Carolina flags to fly at half-staff through today. 
Sergeant Philip Dell Nix was killed over the weekend when he tried to stop two people from stealing beer at a gas station. Vice President Kamala Harris will be in the Palmetto State next week. She'll be the keynote speaker at South Carolina State's King Day event on the 15th. Harris's visit comes just two weeks ahead of the Democratic primary in South Carolina. The University of South Carolina is looking to move more into downtown Columbia. The school's Board of Trustees has approved the purchase of two high-rises on Senate Street. The plans for the buildings are still under development. And that's what's happening across the Carolinas. Time now to connect the dots when we make the news make sense. The new year means a lot of folks are checking their finances to see what costs they can cut. And now new data this morning shows for a lot of folks, it's streaming services. It's getting a lot harder for streaming services to hold on to customers. Let's connect the dots. A new report shows more people are dropping their streaming services than ever before. About a quarter of Americans say they've canceled at least three of them in the past two years. The biggest complaint from customers, the streamers are getting too expensive. Folks say it's starting to feel like they're paying for cable all over again. So streaming services are trying different ways to stop people from leaving. Some streaming services like Amazon offering cheaper ad-supported tiers, while others are offering bundles. Ultimately, most of the major movie and TV makers have sunk a lot of money into streaming, so don't expect things to get any cheaper anytime soon. And that is Connecting the Dots. Now to the day's checklist. Here are three stories worth knowing about today. One, two people are behind bars this morning after police say an argument escalated into a shooting. Belmont police say this all happened at the Heritage Inn on Wilkinson Boulevard Saturday morning. Police tell us the shooting happened during an argument between the victim and a woman. We're told the woman's boyfriend then showed up and shot the man multiple times. He's expected to be okay. Number two, this morning, CMPD says they've arrested a man for a murder case from back in September. Officers say this man, Jeremy Thrasher, is now in custody. He's charged with killing 64-year-old Diane Davis. She was found dead in the Hidden Valley neighborhood on Orchard Trace Lane. And number three, in just a few days, UNC Chapel Hill favorite Linda's Bar and Grill will be closing for good. The Daily Tar Heel reports the owner says he is shutting it down after several problems that started with the COVID pandemic. This morning, several students and alumni calling for the community to come together to keep the iconic restaurant alive. During the new year, you may be inspired to put down the remote, get off the couch, and get moving more. How am I already out of breath? Am I out of shape or is it the cold? Well, let's find out and raise that weather IQ. Cold. Being cold is subjective, where people tolerate the cold differently. When you're running, you generate your own heat, which makes the cold more tolerable compared to standing still. 45 degrees, for example, is a cold day for most of us here in the Carolinas. But some studies have stated that 45 degrees is actually an ideal marathon temperature. Temperatures in the 40s minimize our body's efforts to maintain its core temperature. This leaves us more energy to maintain faster paces. But there are some disadvantages. Running in the cold can also trigger what's called bronchospasms, which are asthma-like coughing and wheezing that makes breathing more difficult. When running in the cold, you create your own windshield, which makes your extremities feel colder. But there are some great advantages. When we have our first real frigid day of the season, our bodies spark its fight or flight reflex. Blood moves inward from your skin to preserve its core. Running in exercises also causes levels of a chemical that increases brain cell growth. 
that releases the feel-good hormone dopamine. This is helpful for those suffering from seasonal affective disorder during the colder months. Also by running in the sunshine, it increases our production of vitamin D, which regulates serotonin. This makes us happy if it's normal, when it's low, can lead to depression. When running in the cold, dress in layers. Cover up your extremities. Make sure to limber up because your muscles can really tighten up at those colder temperatures. And of course, stay hydrated no matter the temperature. Stay warm and enjoy the run. I'm meteorologist Chris Mulcahy with WCNC Charlotte. Thanks for listening. You can find these stories and more at WCNC.com. And join the WCNC Charlotte team weekday mornings, 4.30 to 7 a.m. Like and subscribe to our podcast and tell a friend.